Thank you for joining us today. Many of you listeners are exercising, walking, jogging, or you're driving to work or running errands or driving children around. We appreciate you being here, but there's a lot going on in your life. Whether you work away from the home, you work from home or a stay-at-home mom, you have a lot on your plate. You're wearing many, many hats and have so many things going on in your life and so many demands on you. How are you doing balancing all of that? Today, we will hear some insights from one mother who shares her thoughts with other mothers through her own business. So stay tuned. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. I am your host, Deanne Taylor. Today we are talking about work-life balance and how important it is for you to remember you are important in that balance. We're happy to have you join us today as we visit with Teresa Wright Johnson. Teresa is an amazing lady. She's the 2023 Georgia Mother of the Year. She is a wife and mother to six children. She is a community servant and leader, and she's a business owner and best-selling author. She's a busy lady. She supports and works with NAMI, which is the National Alliance for Mental Health. And she also works with Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies of Georgia, the March of Dimes, and many more activities. But what she cherishes most of all is the hat she wears and the role and blessing of being a mother. Teresa, I've had an opportunity to meet with you and share some time with you. And I love your attitude as being a mom. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You're the mother of six children but there's a lot of background to that. Would you share that with our listeners, please? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting and because it is a little different. I'm the mother of six children and the way that you all have it written up in various ways. And the reason for that is motherhood comes to people in different ways. So you may be a mother that has lost children. You may be of a mother that has gained children. You may be a mother that has birthed children. And so I'm one of those mothers. I am a mother that has birthed four children. Unfortunately, three of those children are deceased, two due to miscarriage and early birth, and then one due to complications of a disability and a seizure. I have still one of my biological children living, and then I have children that are additions to my life as a blended family. And so that's how I have the six children. And I know from being an advocate and being someone that has experienced the loss of children and being a blended family, that a lot of people don't always consider all those children together, especially if they're no longer here on earth. But once a mother, always a mother. And it just comes together in different ways. That's a very good explanation, Teresa. A few episodes ago, we had Julie Cangiolosi from DC with us. And she, of course, has two, she calls them angel babies. And she helped us recognize the importance of understanding the loss those mothers feel. That and stillbirth babies and even anytime you lose a child is is heart-wrenching. And we need to be aware of the mothers 
who suffer that, plus the would-be mothers who suffer fertility, who would like to be in that role but are not able. So there's a lot out there that we need to be aware of. So thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, now also something you talked about for me Friday, and I would love to have you help the, the listeners understand why that is important and why you chose that. So that's funny because this is a Friday, right? So that's why I did it. It's also going to be a For Me Friday because we're visiting today. Oh, that's wonderful. I started determining um, the For Me Friday um, with different women and really for myself, because on Fridays, I feel like you're like, who, who saw? I've gotten to the end of the week. You might have a lot going on, especially as a mom, right? You get the kids off to, to school. Um, maybe you're getting to work and at least you're done with work or maybe you have housework to do or whatever. But for Fridays, I always focus on doing something for myself. Um, today, what I'm going to be doing for myself is setting health appointments. When I set health appointments, it's raining and rainy here in Georgia. So I'm hoping to get a nap before all of those things kick up as a mom. So for example, it might be you work full time and you don't have time to take self-care like at the spa, but you have time to go into the quiet room at work and read a book, or you have time to leave the office and walk around the parking deck, or you're at home and maybe you have chores and things to do, but you mm -hmm. just put on your favorite song and dance for a minute. So take some time for you. So on Fridays, I always encourage others like to take some time for you as well. And I'm definitely doing that today. So I think that main key of self-care is important. Being the mother of the year of Georgia is great, but I was already a mother like everybody else, right? Trying to balance it all. And so I just want to make sure that you take time for you because before those babies came and before you might have had a husband and a job and everything else, you came here with you. So take time for you. I think that's very important. We forget that or we postpone it. I'll do it later. But I think we as mothers we get busy. We do need to schedule that. And like you said, just take a minute to dance to a song or it does not have to be a 30-minute set-aside, mm -hmm. but it's just important to recognize you time. I like some of your comments that you said. That is really cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, now behind you, over your right shoulder, you have a MBB, Mom Biz Boss. And um, I'd love to have you share with us what that means. So that is also another thing that I think I was doing for me as, as women, we're communal, right? So we generally right. bring women together. We're having brunch, doing things. And for many years, I was a volunteer and have been PTA president. All the things you ladies have been out there, right? <laughs> right. The soccer mom, the student council mom, the lady at church in the nursery, the lady helping with the business organizations for moms. But I've been a business owner because I was a stay-at-home, work-at-home mom. I wanted to be available to my children, in particular, since I had preemies and children with special needs and some of the mix of me being a mother. And so I started running my own business and I realized I met a lot of other ladies that are at home that were either running a business, wanted to run a business, had a passion, a hobby or some kind of little side gig or side hustle. And so I worked with many organizations and I ended up um, being like the mom I was the, what was I called? I was called the motherhood expert for like a lot of uh, some of the mom um, organizations nationally and locally. And so I was running their organizations and talking about being a mom and they would call me the mompreneur and all those things, you know? And one day I was driving down the street. I was like, I'm going to start my own thing. 
And so I did. I started having brunches um, with the ladies that were moms and we would talk about balance. I remember I used to call it mommy care balance. I've always had that thing in my ear talking mm -hmm. about taking care of myself. And so I started these brunches and before I knew it, I had a whole gist of people and it was something I was doing every month. And not just that, I actually do have a degree in business and I also am a certified life and business coach. And so I decided to create Mom Biz Boss where we do the same thing we're already doing as stay-at-home moms, as working moms, as soccer moms, as PTA moms. And we're focusing on motherhood, business, parenting, of course, and social awareness because moms are the ones that do all that. We're the volunteers. We're the big sale people. We're the people right. doing all those things. And so that's what I do. And so we have about 500 members and members in about I would say 14 different states and we meet a lot virtually, but we also meet online and, and we've started some chapters locally here in Georgia and otherwise, but we help each other. So I love when you said I was a author and all those things and I am an international bestselling author and all that, but I didn't do it by myself. It's another mom biz boss that helped me. So one of our things is that we're better and stronger to, together because we can't do all oh, this absolutely. stuff alone. Absolutely. And I love it that you've opened it up. And there's so many mothers who need to provide totally for their families and others who need to supplement their income. And I've talked to so many mothers who struggle. Oh, I can't leave my children. I want to stay home with my children. And they've always wanted to do that. But they don't have an option because they need to supplement the income. So it's wonderful that you are providing an opportunity to help these women find what they can do and help them expand their talents and their awareness of what options they have available for them. I think that's all awesome. Besides that, you're absolutely right. We are communal. We love building each other, working together, creating um, synergy. And as a group, you can do that. It's really hard to do it on your own. But as a group, you learn so much from other mothers. And one comment one mother said, go, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I could maybe incorporate that. We, we lift and learn so much from each other. We do. I love when you said about the synergy just now too, because one of the things we talk about all the time, I always tell them, this is not my organization, it's our organization, because I can't have an organization alone. And they really feed into me. So this, is, this has been a, a wonderful experience. I think that is true. We build, we absolutely build one another as we meet together. That's why I love American Mothers. See, I met you at convention and uh, just delightful. I, I enjoy getting to know you a little bit there. Of course, you're only there for a couple of days. You don't have a chance to sit down and really visit and get to know everybody. But that's why I look forward to more conventions when neither one of us are as focused on running the thing or being honored or whatever. You just sit down and relax a little bit. I'll be there. I'm really trying to make my way back over there. And that's why I like the American Mothers, too, because you just mentioned the American Mother of D.C. I got to sit with her and talk with her because I'm originally from Baltimore years ago. And, mm -hmm. and, and then all these other doors opening up. And then several of the American Mothers, a few of them I've gotten to go and hang out with in person now. And even some of them are mom biz bosses and I'm helping them and they're helping me. So I. The synergy was real. It was like the same thing I was doing here for families as well as mom is boss. You know, I loved it. And I can't wait. And it's generally on my birthday weekend. So yeah. No, another birthday. Yeah. Well, that was so fun. Something we talked about, Teresa, was work-life balance. And I think that kind of fits in with the mom biz boss 
And I know that it's important to you. Would you share your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm really into work-life balance or work-life integration, right? Those two together, because if we're- I like that, work-life integration. That is really good. Good phrase. Yeah, because it's hard to balance, right? We have so many balls in the air. I'm thinking about all the things I have to do today, right? Before 7 p.m. and having to be on the Friday night lights and watching the kid on the drill team or whatever, right? (laughs) So- at the same time, we have to bring income into our homes and we might have to be a partner or some of us, unfortunately, are no longer partner or maybe we decided to do this single, right? But we still want to have time for our children, our family, our community, and not just work. I'm a huge advocate for being independent because I am. However, mm-hmm. over the decades, more moms have had to make the choice of working full time and maybe not having the option of having balance, right? Mm -hmm. Where they have the opportunity of coming to some of their children's games or going to do certain things for themselves or for their household. So the benefit I'm thinking about this is like over COVID, we got to learn about a little bit more work-life balance because now people could work telework, right? Right. And so for me, I feel like there are options where you can create work-life balance at Mom Biz Boss, we talk a lot about that because for me, individually, I had to be a stay-at-home, work-at-home mom because I had children with special needs. But my right. husband at the time, he might not have been able to always provide 100% of everything, right? So I had right. to figure out ways to be able to stay at home, make money, take care of mm-hmm. my family and my children. So there are options out there. And so, so many women feel like they have to choose and you may have to choose. You may have to work full time and work on your side hustle, grow it on the side or your gig or your passion on the side. We call that dualpreneurship, right? You have to work a full-time job until maybe you can come off of that job or maybe you have two things, but you also have opportunities to work at home now. Um, I have a young lady I taught how to work at home 14 years ago, and she's a single mom with a child with disability. I just visited her the other day, and she has a whole office that the company sent her, like equipment and everything. Now she's able to stay at home with her child. So I believe work-life integration looks different for everybody. I'm not saying everybody wants to stay home because some people don't want to stay home. That's fine. I started a daycare at one point at home, and I had assistants that worked there while I went out and taught and did other things, mm-hmm. but figure out what work-life integration looks like for you and how to create that. How do you blend time with your children while the kids are playing on the playground? How do you blend and maybe walk around the track and that's your self-care mm-hmm. and your exercise? How do you blend or how do you manage dinners? I was talking to my teenager the other day and my husband doesn't really like when I do the menus for the week because he might not have a taste for that that night, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> So I try to balance it because my husband actually does a lot of the cooking. But um, my, my daughter says she loves having a menu. So how do you create the, that balance for your family? Do you have Friday nights for family nights? Or at Friday nights in my house, it's for, what is it called? Figure it out Fridays. Y'all heard it? <laughs> Figure it out Fridays. On Friday, don't ask nobody about cooking or me about cooking. We might do pizza. We might buy you something. But if not, look in that refrigerator and figure it out. Or I'll give you, if you're smaller kids, I probably would tell you, well, these are the options you have today, right? That's integration. That's balance. Something I like is they have to use their own creativity in the kitchen. They give them an opportunity to, you're in the kitchen now. Friday is your day to figure it out. I love that. 
Friday, you do really good with alliteration, by the way. The early childhood teacher and me from years ago, I believe. <laughs> All right. Well, those are really, really good points. Do you have any other ideas? The other thing that I wanted to add is you can still, with work-life balance, figure out how to integrate your passion and your purpose in your life as well, but setting boundaries. So work-life balance requires setting boundaries. If you're a stay-at-home mom, I know I was a stay-at-home work at mom, work at home mom for many years. And I ended up being everybody's emergency pickup mom. Mm -hmm. I had to set boundaries with that. Yes, I can do this, but I had to set boundaries and expectations. I'm still at home working because I might've had clients with different businesses. I might've had my daycare. I might've just had housework or chores or errands I had to do. So you have to set boundaries with people with your time. And that's going to be your friends, your family, and even schools. So many of us, I was the to-do girl. Hey, I can do this. I can do that. And I was the uh, right. PTA president. I was the early intervention, this and that and that. And I was like, wait a minute, how am I doing all this? Set boundaries for yourself. Because if you don't, you're not creating integration and work-life balance. And I love what Deanna said a minute ago. She liked the idea of me talking to the children about for me, Fridays and integrating and getting themselves into the kitchen. That's teaching them life skills, right? Right. Absolutely. Our children are learning life skills every day and their number one teacher is us. Our children are watching us. So we teach them what is healthy and it's not healthy, right? As also the boundaries. I think the boundaries is important too, because if we are always giving and doing it, which, should, which we do as mothers anyway, to our families, we're always giving and doing but if you extend that beyond your family so much that they don't see you because you're so busy helping other people. I like the idea of personal boundaries, whether you're needing to work or you don't need to work. That still applies. The boundaries have to be healthy for you and your family as well. Right. Because as women will say, yes, yes, yes. yes. And then forget to say no to so many things, but we'll say no to ourselves avoid doing things for ourselves. So integration means to delegate, to have boundaries, to be creative, and to have fun and create right, the absolutely. dream that you want, the vision that you want for your family. So I think that's all I have on work-life balance and integration. And I wanted to say this last thing, at Mom Biz Boss, MBB means mom biz boss but we call it a boss because you're the boss of motherhood and your business and your household and then the mom word the acronym is multiple operational manager whether you're a working wow. full-time mom a business mom a stay-at-home mom a business owner whatever we're wearing so many hats and in order to wear so many hats you only have one head you can only wear one hat at a time and you have to have work-life integration and balance to do so effectively for you and your family Oh, I love those acronyms. Those are beautiful. It says a lot. It helps us remember our role and who we are. And we are important ourselves. We need to be healthy and strong to reach out to lift our family members. So, Teresa, thank you so much for joining me today. I loved visiting with you and your ideas and your help for all listeners. It's going to be very appreciated, I know. Thank you. I look forward to coming on and listening to more American Mother of the Year podcast and being a part of it. I'm so grateful to be the Mother of the Year of Georgia here um, for 2023. And I look forward to see who will be the next Mother of the Year of Georgia and national. Well, thank you. I know you're working on it because, okay, just while we're finishing up here, the Mother of the Year nominations are still 
ongoing until September 15th. That is the last day that anybody can nominate a mother of the year. You can live in one state and nominate a mother in another state. You do not have to live in that state if the mother's nomination. So just go to AmericanMothers.org slash nominate. And it's just a very easy form to fill out. You just need to put in their contact information, your contact information, and a paragraph or two about why you feel they should be recognized as the mother of the year for their state. Again, Teresa, thank you. You are a tremendous representative for the state of Georgia. I know we talked a little bit beforehand and you care about the mothers and helping others recognize the important role of being a mother. Yes, thank you. Okay, thanks for joining us today. Exciting news, the national fifth grade essay contest starts August 15th and goes through December 15th. Now, this is a great opportunity for all fifth graders to participate. There are so many educational opportunities for children of that age. So entries are not limited only to, to public school fifth graders. So if you know a fifth grade or equivalent, please make sure you share the American Mothers fifth grade essay contest information with them at AmericanMothers.org slash essay contest. You'll really want to join us next time when we will have on the on the show the 2023 winner of the National Fifth Grade Essay Contest. He's a delight. He'll read his essay and he'll give some insights from a fifth grader. You want to be sure and join with us. Another program of American Mothers is the Golden Rule Movement. I'm sure most of you know about the Golden Rule and be kind, treat others the way you would like to be treated. This is a universal concept. Well, earlier this year, we had an episode sharing a lot of the kindness stories from our American Mothers members. And today I would like to share another with you. I think you'll really enjoy. My name is Angela Myers and I am from the state of Utah. And I just wanted to share something that really touched me. This one's really simple and almost nothing, but sometimes it's the almost nothing things that have a big impact. It was a winter day, it was overcast, it was really cold outside, and I needed to go through the car wash to get all the salt off the car because the paint gets ruined with all the salt. So I was going through the car wash and every time in the car wash, it moves the right-hand side mirror and it closes it next to the window so I can't see out of it. And it's a little dangerous to change lanes without it. So after you come out of the car wash, people stop in this one certain spot and you go adjust your mirrors and then you take off and you go on to with the rest of your day. There was a woman in a big truck in front of me and I sat there behind her just weary and tired. And for some reason, it was just a little bit of a sad day. I don't even remember why. And I remember thinking, I do not want to get out. I mean, what? No big deal, right? And then I saw this woman adjusting her mirrors and quicker than I could even realize what she was doing, she ran back to my mirror and fixed it for me. And I didn't even have to get out. I know it seems small, but on a day that I was having kind of a hard time, it meant a lot. That little tiny, tiny act made me feel so much better. It helped me go on with my day. So I don't know, there's so many wonderful things that people do. And I think we go throughout our days and what we do is we take notice when someone is out of the way kind. All of a sudden it's like, wow, that person took time. They stopped, they saw me, they acknowledged me and they gave a little of themselves to me, a stranger who they probably will never see again, but so much kindness that can warm your heart. And when I think about kindness and random acts of kindness, 
in this world, there are so many hard things happening. There are so many unkindnesses, so many scary things that are going on in our world right now. And I love the quote where it says, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. And I think that's such an important lesson to teach our children. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom to mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members, or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.